0: Hello, this is Felipe of the Brazilian Dragon Podcast. What you're going to hear is a throwback episode of the Jilly Philly Power Hour. Uh, We have three episodes from there. Uh, It was an original concept for a podcast, and I hope you enjoy. Uh, Stay tuned for more podcasts on the Brazilian Dragon Podcast. Just subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts. Enjoy this throwback episode of a podcast that I used to do. Bye.
1: Five, four, three,
2: two. Yeah. Here we are, like a star, shining bright on the world. Today, make evil go away. your phone. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. I'm your basic average girl, and I'm here
2: to save the world. You can't stop me, cause I'm kidding.
1: Listening to the Jilly Philly Power Hour, a podcast presented by WTBU Radio.
0: Hello everyone. Welcome, Welcome back. back. This is the Jilly Philly Power Hour. If you are unfamiliar with us or just joining in on our second episode, we are a brand new podcast from WTBU Radio at the Boston University in Boston, Massachusetts. I'm Felipe, joined as always by my lovely Cody dj Jillian. And We like to do here, we talk about children's TV shows, the stars, the movies that shaped our childhood. Yeah, Yeah. and
1: today we're covering what inspired our name, the Jimmy Timmy Power
0: Hour. Yes, because we are the Jilly Philly Power Hour, but all great legends have some inspiration.
1: Exactly.
0: So... Today, for you all, we watched the Jimmy Timmy Power Hour. Which is
1: available on Hulu for anybody who hasn't seen it before. Go ahead and pause us and go check it out and then come back.
0: Yes. Um, And so we have, if you really want the specifics, it's under season two of Jimmy Neutron on Hulu. It's um, the first crossover. We're not going to recap the second and third today, maybe for another day. Um, but yeah, so what we have on our agenda today, so we both watched it, we want to talk about it, but, um, we wanted to have a more structured episode because last time we talked about the live action impossible. We were a little bit all over the place. We were just testing our foot in the waters because we're brand new podcasters. We're familiar with the radio format, but not with the podcast format. So, um, what we want to do, we're going to talk about what we thought when we were children, like what we remember thinking about both Fairly Odd parents, Jimmy Neutron, and then the crossover itself. And we're going to then talk about the animation styles before we bring in a guest. Jill you want to tell us who our guest is?
1: I think we should keep it a surprise, you know? Yes. but Make them wait.
0: Yes. So I think we should start with... Um...
1: Let's start with, like, some thoughts of the show. Yes,
0: exactly. Um, so, Felipe, so...
1: you were a very Nickelodeon kid. I remember you talking about
0: this. So yes. tell me what,
1: what were your thoughts on... On the Fairly Odd Parents, specifically Timmy.
0: Okay, so actually, for my background on Nickelodeon, and technically where this podcast begins from my perspective, because you mentioned in the last one you were a Disney Channel kid, growing up through and through, that was like your bread and butter, and like you, you loved Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network, but Disney Channel was your home base. Mm-hmm. I was kind of the opposite. Nickelodeon was where I got in on everything. Um, I remember the three big shows, I think the big three: SpongeBob, Fairly Odd Parents, and Jimmy Neutron, two of which are in this crossover. Um, Jimmy Neutron. So your
1: little heart must have been fluttering.
0: Yes. Um. So I remember the earliest episode of Jimmy Neutron. I don't. I must have been six years old, and it was an episode where they went back in time to like George Washington. And the, I don't know if you remember this episode. I can't remember the details, but that was the first one. And my mom was like, "What is this show? Why are these fairies nagging at each other?" Um, <laughs> and I'm like, "Do you not realize that you are Wanda, Lady?" <laughs> my mom is Wanda. My dad is Cosmo. To a T um
1: that's so cute
0: um and then i was the only child for a while but by the time i got into the fairly odd parents my brother had been born um but i was like i'm the timmy and then you can be poof like <laughs> later when poof got joined um so jimmy neutron up uh, t- timmy turner he like i was a big big fan like i i loved like religious watching for me uh the th- big three um so Timmy Turner was definitely there um before we move on to Dream Neutron, what's your relationship like with Timmy Turner and the fairly odd parents
1: um so fun fact they still were make. they are still making new sh- yes. new episodes so i I have younger brothers so I've like seen those and I did watch the fairly odd parents um a good amount but like I said before um Disney was my home base, but I did watch it on occasion I really Enjoyed the show. I was just very confused as to why he was staying the same age forever and his birthday never came. Yeah, but they answered that later on. Yeah, and then. um, But Jimmy Neutron was where I was at. Like that was my favorite Nickelodeon show.
0: Exactly, like Jimmy Neutron. From my earliest memory, I was. I remember I went. Some for you listeners that don't know me, um, my family. Both my parents were born in Brazil, so we would go for every Christmas, and we still do to visit relatives. And I remember watching. Uh, jimmy neutron at my grandmother's house like there was the episode where jimmy neutron got sick and like gave everyone like band-aids so they could get sick i don't know if you remember this I episode. Do. yes and then they got too sick and jimmy neutron had to save them and like I th- was it sheen that had to shrink in everyone's bodies and like save them or i don't remember the context yeah. but like that, that was the first episode i saw of jimmy neutron um and then jimmy neutron was a great show i loved specifically the Jimmy Neutron movies that they had. Like the spy one, the one where they go on the space game show. That was my favorite.
1: My favorite what's like in my 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 favorite Jimmy Neutron thing in general was when they went to the pyramids. Yes. And, and um
0: They thought Libby was a goddess. Yes. yes.
1: It was so good. Yes. I loved it. And then right I don't know if anybody caught on to this, but before the show before that episode Libby's hair was always in a ponytail and then after that episode it was always in braids and I just thought that was such a clever way to like change the character's hairstyle up I'm not sure why I was so in love with it but I really was
0: yeah and like uh there's like so many Jimmy Neutron episodes that like you could just mention I'm like I remember that one yeah fairly on parents I feel like maybe it's a little more diluted since there were so many by the time that like we stopped watching Jimmy Neutron like they aired had more a good reruns. Run time. Yeah, they had more reruns. Like so, there was the, the like I mentioned, they had the spy episode. They had the one where like Sheen and Carl went in the llama game. Um, the one another one that I love is the one where they got superpowers. And another, last one I'll mention is the sleepover one. I love the sleepover one. Um,
1: but I think that one thing that really made my childhood was when these two shows came together and yes. they did this amazing crossover. Yes, I, I what was have, your first? like recollection of like when did you stay up and did you see the premiere Oh, of i this? definitely
0: saw it live i want to re- find out what day it was jimmy timmy crossover. so wait uh okay so let's find out the premiere this premiered on where's the date it aired on may 7th 2004 the first one do you remember where you were that day no do you remember if you watched it live or do you remember if you watched it like a taping
1: don't remember i have terrible memory
0: true i don't remember i know i definitely watched the third and the second one live and i believe i did watch the first one live too um wait this is confusing me oh okay never mind i was like why is why did the third one air in july but the second one aired in november of the same year <laughs> that confused me for a second but yes the first one was i remember i was so excited for it like these two classic characters of my childhood came together yeah in this epic episode um
1: one thing that really did throw me off was the like seeing my two these two characters in different animation styles yes. i thought it was very interesting because i'm not a, i think that jimmy looks so good in 2d but timmy it just like didn't
0: it, in 2d or in 3d in 3d yeah. when
1: timmy went from 2d to 3d i was not i didn't like him in it i think it looked weird I, i'm not sure why but. i
0: actually thought it was fun to see the two different ones like i actually like then at the end when they cross over i'm like no you shouldn't be like it should have been timmy like i liked him more in 3d and jimmy in 2d i i do get be- i can get behind timmy in th- uh, 2d though like i just i didn't like after seeing it like i obviously i'm used to it but like i'm like i prefer the 2d animation for these characters but then at the same time in the second one i was like carl looks so weird it's not carl
1: yeah, I'm not sure. I just think yeah. that I think that Timmy's um his buck teeth looked a little weird. That's fair. I think that his head, like, I'm not used to seeing his head yeah. look like that.
0: He was very bulgy.
1: Yeah. Like, he says that in <laughs> yes. the at the beginning when he first gets into yeah. Jimmy's lab. And that's
0: something that I appreciate, that they were very meta, that they, like, had different, anime. like, there was a scene where, like, Timmy was Jimmy was like, what's wrong with my hands? Like, I'm 2D. Like, this is, like, not scientifically possible. <laughs> like... Yeah. The
1: show, I think that the crossover was done very well, and I think that because it was done in the early 2000s um the humor of that time really was like a lot more mature i think that yes. they were like we'll get into this in a little bit but it was like there was a lot more innuendos there was a lot more like everybody could get really into the show yes and it and like it wasn't weird and yeah. i think that i really enjoyed that because i feel like today everybody's trying to be so poc that like it doesn't
0: poc people of color
1: Oh, I, maybe it's not VOC. It's... PC? No, it's... Yeah. Politically correct. I always put...
0: Oh, people are trying to be... Spe- <laughs> yeah.
1: No, people were trying to be politically correct, though, and it's really, like, I can understand that you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, but sometimes it's fun to see, like, little, like...
0: innuendos.
1: Like, see, like, jokes for the older crowd, because obviously parents are going to see this yes. show. So, I don't know. I just think it was very interesting.
0: Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. Um... But in terms of the animation style, while we're on the subject, like, I wanted to talk about the video that we watched before we came on. Oh, yeah. Um, before we had all our technical difficulties with the computer. Uh, uh, I just want to give a shout out to the computer man who came and helped us. We were struggling. <laughs> um, but so the animation video that we watched, we watched a seven minute YouTube video uh, from Butch Hartman talking about, like, the process of, like, bringing these two characters together um and he went into the animation and, like said that was probably the most difficult part was bringing these two characters that were in completely different animation styles and they had to like rig uh Timmy Turner with the CGI stuff um
1: Yeah they said that um Timmy was actually created with um he was a, he was a different character and they they just changed his head and like,
0: like customized a, it to be Timmy Timmy yeah. so they just took his head from like an existing Jimmy Neutron like character body right yeah yeah
1: which i thought that was a pretty smart way to do it i just i don't know he i think that the way that timmy is like drawn he's very 2d and he didn't really transfer in my opinion the best to 3d versus 3d can transfer pretty well to 2d yeah
0: no i definitely get that i feel like the facial stuff with timmy 3d timmy was strong but like his body wasn't as like
1: his, his hat looked really weird yes. on the edge of his head. He the back of the
0: yeah. hat that looked really creepy. It looked like a uvula.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I mean, like, they did a really great job for the time that it was in as well. Because, like, um, in the video that we watched, it also talked about how um, Jimmy Neutron, it was the first, like, 3D type of show on air at the yeah. time. So it was pretty, like, progressive. Is yeah. that the right word?
0: Or, like, at least innovative.
1: Yeah. It was very like it was new for its time. So, I can understand why it couldn't it didn't look like perfect or maybe like Timmy was just never made to be a 3D character, but I think that it like they did a very good job for what they could do. I just feel like he just didn't translate as well as I was wanting.
0: Yeah, and I guess if we ever look at the other ones, it will be interesting to see like how the other characters translate like um like they bring Jorgen to Yeah. The, Jimmy Neutron world at one point. So, like, uh, I feel like that would be interesting. And, like, if, like I said, Carl and Libby and Sheen, they all go to Timmy's world at one point. So, it would be interesting to look. But, like, obviously, that would be for a different season. Because this season, it's not on our list.
1: (laughs) You guys can always tweet us your
0: Yes. We're at Jilly Philly WTBU. That's our Twitter handle. So, like, if you've watched, please tweet at us with your opinions on all this.
1: Yeah. What do you think? Do you think they did a good job with the... um, animation did you think that yeah like what were you who do you think looked better jimmy or timmy
0: and can i ask you a question jillian yes how do you think impossible would look in the jimmy Neutron world terrible terrible my kim wouldn't be like that
1: my kim would stay where she is
0: yes um but yeah so in the meantime uh i just wanted to ask one more question uh, about this topic um do you want to compare other crossovers, like, oh, in terms of that?
1: yes. Before we get
0: into, the, like, the recap of what happened. Oh,
1: yeah. So, um, I think that this was probably one of the best crossovers I've ever seen. I'm yes. going to be completely honest. There have been some pretty good ones. Like, for example, I'm going to have to pull Disney because yes. I love Disney. But um, we were talking about this earlier, actually. When um, Hannah Montana and That's So Raven came on The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Yes,
0: That's So Sweet Life of Hannah Montana.
1: That was so yeah. good. But. Honestly, like, I think that Nickelodeon did it better. Like, yeah. I love you, Disney, but this crossover was so iconic because, like in the in the video, he said that it got a fifteen rating
0: compared to like the average for each show they would get like about a five.
1: Yeah, they say like a five is pretty good. Like they're they're happy with a five, but this premiere got fifteen, and I don't really know what the like cat like what the
0: metric is. Yeah,
1: but that's just. But, like, amazing. even just,
0: like, hearing the number, like, it's a 10. It's 10 times better than the average. Or, oh, wait, no, that's not accurate. It's, like, 10 numbers higher. Yeah. Three times better than the average.
1: But not just, like, the ra- ratings and stuff. That was so amazing. I think that they did a great job meshing it together and, yes. like, making it feel like it's possible for them to go.
0: Yeah. Because... The story really made sense. Yeah. Like, like it was I thought f- like it could happen. Yeah.
1: Like, obviously, time travel is not in our
0: capabilities
1: right now and it's 2019 but like it made me feel like that was actually a thing yes and i really i think they did a fantastic job
0: and this is like the like aspiring screenwriter in me that noticed this but i thought that way they divided the story and gave each amount of story to breathe a little bit like it was spaced out really well like it wasn't too long in timmy's world where jimmy was it wasn't too long in jimmy's world where timmy was but they like kind of let each segment breathe and was kind of like enough time in each where we weren't sick of it, but we also got like all the things that we needed to get out of it.
1: I totally agree with you. They did a great job with their storyline. I, um, the, what's it called? The beginning yeah, um, the, title sequence. Yeah. They did it like you can see that they're going to mesh it really well. And yeah. they they, they didn't make it, oh, it's them all going to Jimmy's world or it's them all going to Timmy's world. Yeah. We really got to see both sides of it and see both of their experiences yeah. in this new dimension.
0: Exactly. Um, I guess another one that stands out to me in terms of like really blending the world well was uh, you, you told me when we were talking off air that you hadn't seen this one, but... The Rugrats Wild Thornberries crossover. Um, Wild
1: Thornberries was such a good show.
0: Indeed, that should definitely be on our list for season two um, when we get there next semester, if we get there. Crossing our fingers. Um, But so the Wild Thornberry. I think they also did a really good job of like balancing not only like the two different shows in that one, but also like the storylines. Like there was a parent storyline and the kid storyline. I thought this one did a really good job with that. Like we had a little bit of the parents. Um, or, like, in the Timmy's world, like, the science fair kind of storyline um, that was unrelated to the Jimmy. what was going on with Jimmy and Timmy. Like, they I was like... The... It was
1: very... There was multiple things going on. You were always thinking, oh, like, what about this part? What yeah. about this part? But they all... I it feel was like, never too
0: complicated. Yeah.
1: And all of the questions were answered at the end of the day. I wasn't sitting there, like, oh, what's... Like, obviously, there was a little bit of cliffhangers with, um, like, Cindy and Timmy. Yeah. Like, what's going to happen? But, like... But like they did a very good job wrapping it up and the storyline was like like I've said before amazing if there
0: were never sequels I think we'd all be satisfied with how it ended
1: yeah 100% they did like sequels these were one of the few, like, I know we're not talking about the sequels, but the sequels that they did yeah. were not bad. Yeah. A lot of sequels, they kind of just plummet, and they're not the best. Yeah. But they, I think Nickelodeon in general is very good at their yeah. storylines and their crossovers. Yeah. And even
0: in their live action, like, another one that I wanted to bring up was, I remember the iCarly Victorious crossover. Yeah. They did a good job balancing that, from my recollection, of, like, balancing the two worlds, and but also, like, making it interesting for the people that want to see the characters connect from different, like... Not universes, because they are technically in the same universe, but, like, but like shows. W- yeah. Worlds. yeah.
1: And they even made a crossover TV show of um, Sam and Cat, which is from... Yeah. Victoria's Secret Carly. I-, I never
0: watched that one, but, yeah, like, they, like... But, like,
1: Nickelodeon is just all... Like, everybody yeah. knows Nickelodeon is fantastic at crossovers. They've showed us time and time again that they know how to do it, and they know how to do it well.
0: Exactly, yeah. Like, they really knock it out of the park continuously mm-hmm. um in terms of other ones that i remember there was the Wizards of Waverly place didn't have another one they only had the one with um sweet life on deck with uh hannah montana right
1: yeah was just a place stayed pretty much in their lane
0: yeah because like i mean
1: there was so much going on in yeah. that show though
0: for, for a second i thought wizards versus vampires or wizards versus werewolves was a crossover but no it was not um they, they were, you did mention the Good Luck Charlie Shake It Up crossover.
1: Yes. Um, it was really weird because, like, this was at the end of Disney's good era. They kind of fell off the deep end once Good Luck Charlie came, went off air. But um, the crossover, they had, like, the mom and um, Teddy. Teddy. They came on Shake It Up and they did, like, a dance. And the mom's... Um, character stayed really true and she was hilarious during her show and like she was like wanting to stay with her um yeah. she wanted to be like in the spotlight yeah. all the time which is very true to character we're and not I talking think about good like charlie good. but
0: amy duncan was the star of that show oh yeah
1: oh yeah 100 percent. but i think that that's one like disney didn't i'm sorry disney i love you but y- y'all didn't do as many good um crossovers as nickelodeon like this crossover was amazing exactly And I think we should just get right into the chronological part.
0: Exactly. Um, I'm down for that. So, Jillian, how do you... Let's go through this amazing masterpiece, this canvas that they painted on, um, and go through it chronologically. So, I also have some sound drops uh, that we can play along the way. Yeah, of course. That I feel like we should make this as professional as possible. Because who wouldn't want some professional stuff? So, um, I have a kind of breakdown of everything so i kind of broke it down into six acts how i saw the the film even though there were like four like strong points and then the kind of like the teaser and the conclusion Mm -hmm. so let's start with where we start out timmy is at his world he's in class and everyone they have a travel themed science fair project and timmy like the giant procrastinator that we all are didn't have anything prepared
1: can't relate really. just can't. kidding way too can't really <laughs>
0: way too real i was like this yeah. is me um and then so he goes to his house and is like cosmo wanda send me to the best lab in the universe uh, actually to he the first, first lab goes in,
1: um, in dimsdale and he goes to aj's lab which aj for those who don't know is his really really smart friend yes. who literally like he's the jimmy neutron of dimsdale basically
0: yes and I, I feel like in the second movie, AJ and Jimmy Neutron butt heads, mm-hmm. from what I remember. Um, but yeah, so then he's like, send me to the best lab in the universe, and then he ends up in Jimmy Neutron's lab in Radioville. What was the name of Jimmy Neutron's town? Retroville. Retroville. Um,
1: um, if we could just back up for a hot minute. Yeah. The um, Let's talk about the science fair and the different um, projects? projects that everybody yes. had. How, so if it's a travel theme how does cloning yourself
0: <laughs> you're adding aj right now
1: i'm sorry yeah. i'm sorry aj but how is cloning yourself travel related
0: i don't know maybe when they all get on the bike together <laughs> 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 also like can we talk about um francis and how he like got a prison a, a body a robot. double yeah
1: he got a ro- he, so his travel is like a robot of himself so that he can travel away from the cops and the cops can take the robot instead <laughs> of him but if you look closely the robot has a for sale like a sale sign on it so he didn't even make it which is like kind of true to the character which i really appreciate it mm-hmm. and you would only notice the sale sign if like you were yeah. like
0: really looking and then elmer had the boil lancer <laughs> which is it, is also not travel related
1: it wasn't i feel like they like it was like very like it was it was very true to students in that they tried to make it fit travel but it yeah. wasn't
0: and then really. at the end like when goddard like shows up that's not travel related either like got uh, a blast <laughs> but. but
1: then right after that like so timmy goes to jimmy's world and then Jimmy is trying to reboot Goddard just to, like, fix him up, you know.
0: Maintenance. Yeah, one more thing before we move on, uh, because I forgot to play this. So Cosmo says he's a scientist, and when he's like, he's actually a scientist, wait, no, I'm not. And he says, this joyous thing that I fell in love with. So let's play it for you all. I was obsessed with that. That was literally so iconic of a moment in the movie. Like I I loved it. Um but yeah, so anyways, we were saying then
1: It was so good. Yeah. I stan Cosmo.
0: I stan Cosmo. I ship Cosmo and Wanda so hard. <laughs> um but then anyway, so Timmy messes around in Jimmy Neutron's lab. Jimmy's like, what are you doing while he's programming Goddard? And then he he goes to get a laser. And accidentally grabs Timmy's poofy thing.
1: Yeah, and Timmy's poofer is was given to him by Cosmo and Wanda, and the poofer only takes him to his bedroom. Yes. Doesn't go anywhere else. This is very important.
0: Yes, exactly. Um, and then, so he hits it, and poof, t- Jimmy Neutron is gone. Um, and then Timmy tests out some of the toys, and I believe a- at a certain point we get the classic intro, which I'll play as our outro, which is the two fighting... Songs together,
1: but when he's in there, he puts his favorite video game instead of um, yes. the maintenance for um, Goddard's rebooting. Yeah, they,
0: he removes the CD and puts in the video game disc,
1: which results in mayhem. Yeah,
0: do you want to go through the film chronologically, or do one like Timmy's part and then Jimmy's part? What do you want to do? Just keep going. Okay, yeah.
1: Um, and then so then. His friends come in um Jimmy's friends come into the lab and they are um they're like, Why are you here? Oh, you're small headed Jimmy. Small headed Jimmy, what are you doing? <laughs> and then they all start playing with um all of Jimmy's adventures and just like messing around and like oh I could say I can cuss. Yeah. They're just fucking around. Yes. And it's just like very hilarious to see them all playing with these things. But then this is
0: important. Yes.
1: He runs into Cindy.
0: No, first he runs into the mom.
1: Oh yes. And oh my god. she means,
0: like "hypnobeam her." And then she she gets hypnotized and this is Jillian's here subplot of the story.
1: This was so hilarious. Okay, so Timmy um hypnotizes Jimmy's mom and she becomes a, a superhero who's obsessed with cleaning. And then what was her name? It was Supermama or something. Yeah. Su- like, and then she runs into Hugh, um, Jimmy's dad.
0: Should I play the clip instead of yeah. like, yeah. So, yeah.
2: My faithful sidekick,
0: Lint Boy. It's Lint Man. Into your spandex leotards, Lint Boy. We've got to scour this town of evil. Sp- I, you spend. I get it. You want to play one of those uh, special games? Uh, God, then let me chase you
1: okay special games we all know what that means special games means they're for playing before sex okay i'm sorry mom if you're watching this i'm sorry that you have to hear your daughter say this but i'm like i can't believe that they put this in the nickelodeon show and like if this happened in like today it would be – everybody would be talking about it. It would be such a big deal. Nobody would, like, be let – it would be taken off the sh- off the channel. It would be this whole thing. But then, like, in 2004, they let it happen. And yeah. it's and it's hilarious.
0: It's hilarious, and I'm so glad they left it in.
1: It's literally so funny because then he's like, oh, one of our special games. Yeah. And I just thought that was so funny. And I
0: didn't pull this clip, but he's also like, no, I got to save up my power, power, like, dust or something. Like, like
1: Powered recharge
0: ice? my power power pocket or something. I don't know. We know what that means. <laughs> yes,
1: but I just think that it's so amazing that they can make these hilarious jokes and like this show and like no, like we watched this when we were kids. We didn't notice that. We're just like, oh, that's so funny. Yes, but then it was literally about sex.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, and then at this point, like Cindy and Libby show up. Timmy crashes into them on the skateboard and yeah, the and- hoverboard.
1: It was so amazing because um, Cindy and Libby were talking, were like fighting about who's the better science, feminist, feminist scientist. Like they have talked about no, feminist It was like Susan
0: B. Anthony can beat up Marie Curie any day of the week.
1: Yeah, and I just thought that was so funny because then it turns into, because as everybody knows, Cindy is very um, feminist. She's like, I'm just as smart as Jimmy. Jimmy can like suck my ass. Like. <laughs>
0: Facts, though. <laughs> no, um, my favorite thing about the whole fight was, like, Libby was like, you forgot about Harriet Tubman. Harriet Tubman could beat both of them. <laughs> like,
1: and then thing. Jimmy, uh, no, Timmy crashes into them mm-hmm. and then calls Cindy smart. Yes. And then her heart just melts.
0: Yeah, she she falls in love.
1: She falls in love instantly. She goes from being this feminist icon into this mushy little girl who would, who's, like, Pretty much whipped. She's whipped by Timmy. I'm sorry.
0: You said it, not me. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so she she falls for Timmy hard. And then at that point...
1: But she really only falls for him because she's like, wow, he respects me. And that's kind of sad if you really think about it, that she's falling for this guy just because he has some respect for her.
0: Yeah. And at this point, she also thinks he's super smart.
1: Yeah, she thinks that he can invent and he can do all this stuff and he cares and he just she thinks that he's he's jimmy but from his own universe yeah basically
0: and then at this point we go back to jimmy's world timmy's world um where jimmy we see jimmy interact with um the characters uh we put a pause on that story um actually no before we go from that story goddard like wakes up Um, the reboot finishes and then we leave on that cliffhanger and we go to Timmy's World where Jimmy interacts with Timmy's World meets Cosmo and Wanda, who are iconic and thinks that they're holograms but then at the same time gets an F in Crocker's class
1: and he freaks out he's like nobody gives me an F but also throughout his time he's like I'm not Timmy Turner it's just I don't know why I thought that was so funny but they, they like make it they say that he is able to be this, like, new identity as Jimmy Neutron because Timmy always puts on new acts so he gets out of things. Yes. Which I thought that was, like, a very, like, subtle, hilarious thing to, like, make it mesh better. And it, they did a really good job.
0: Yeah. And then eventually Crocker is like, there's fairies. This can't be possible because Jimmy Neutron is not a real person. It's Timmy Turner and it's fairies. Um, And then meanwhile, so he goes in his lab. And meanwhile, we go to Timmy Turner's house where Jimmy tests out the wand, the poofer. And tries to run away and then he's like, You people are too smart for me. Like you must be holograms, and then I pulled this clip.
2: You must have been programmed for super intelligence. Did you hear that? He called me super intelligent? This looks like a job for my brain! Go ahead, go ahead, ask me something.
0: Why are you still talking? Sang <laughs> I love I love Cosmo and Wanda so much. Um why are you still talking? Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so yeah, so, so he believes they're holograms. Oh, wait, I, oh, I don't think I uploaded it, this, this one, but there was one that he's, like, hands off the wife, (laughs) like, when he touches her, like, and examines her foot. Yeah, but, so then, eventually, Crocker shows up, and what does Crocker do?
1: So, what happened was, Jimmy put the poofer into the Game Boy, and was able to figure out how to get home and, like, transfer universes, and then, um... Crocker steals it and Look, transports himself to fairy literally world. Literally, Crocker,
0: an adult man, barges into Timmy Turner's house to, like, attack a young boy for fairies.
1: Also, he's his teacher.
0: Yes. Facts.
1: How does he... How, why is he at his house?
0: Yes. Facts. Also, where are Timmy's parents to not, like, be like, yo, crazy man, get out of my house? So many questions. Yes. So many questions. This is, I was like, Crocker's just as obsessed with Timmy, a young kid, as Draken was obsessed with Kim Possible.
1: Yeah, but like the thing is is that Timmy's
0: ten. Yeah. And like he he doesn't like follow AJ thinking AJ has fairies. Like I uh, oh, I'm curious about the backstory of how Crocker was Crocker always convinced there were fairies and then Timmy well, turned to get because,
1: Actually I know this. Crocker had fairies when he was younger and was this then the live action right, movie? No, okay. Right when he was um getting his brain taken... Because he turned old older and then he like got his fairies taken away because like, that's what happens when you yeah, get yeah, too yeah. old. And he wrote in his arms that fairies were real and then like covered it back up. So then when he came back from having his brain washed, like taken, whatever, he looked and he saw... So he oh. knows that they're real, but he doesn't have the memory. And obviously nobody's going to believe that fairies are real.
0: Yeah. but
1: But I just so think it's from... very
0: interesting that he's literally obsessed with a
1: 10-year-old boy.
0: Facts. Facts, facts, facts. Anyways, so then at that point they crocker take, whips the Game Boy out of his hands, transports them to Fairy World, and then we end on we pause there. We go back to Timmy's wor- Jimmy's world. That's the worst part. It's confusing the worlds. Oh hear.
1: my god, they have the same name yeah. but just a different letter.
0: Yeah. No, my fa- one of my favorite lines was when like she was like, "You're Timmy. How did you scientifically change the first letter of her name?" <laughs> that was really funny. Um. Anyways, uh, so, Timmy's World, Jimmy's World, <laughs> Jimmy's World, they, Goddard is, like, starting to attack, mm-hmm. and he picks a target, and that is Hugh, and he goes after Hugh while Cindy and Timmy are on, like, they're dating, and then, like, they're on a date, and then he destroys, Hugh destroys, quotes, and then he finds the truck, and at that point, he's like, peace, y'all, I'm I'm gonna avoid Goddard, and he takes Cindy to the park while Libby, Carl and Sheen have to deal with Goddard. And this was an interesting thing that I picked up on because, like, nowadays we say canceled all the time, but this was fun here in 2004. Clear to. Your is that was Goddard.
1: Is that the beginning of canceled culture?
0: Potentially. Potentially it is. Um, but yeah, so Goddard keeps growing in strength and cindy and timmy are on a date they're like oh let's listen to what your thoughts are and then timmy has non-smart thoughts and cindy's like starting to realize he's might not be smart but then goddard comes and eats timmy
1: and then dun, she's dun, like dun. oh my god my baby my baby
0: um but then she breaks into jimmy's lab
1: So she decides that she's going to go save him, and then she goes to Jimmy's lab and orchestrates the whole thing, saves the boy, tells him what to do, basically does all the heavy lifting. But then when Timmy comes back, she's like, you rigged that whole thing so I can do it, so I can prove that I'm so smart. Excuse me. You're giving that boy way too much credit.
0: (laughs) That boy is dumb. Yeah. (laughs) Um... (laughs) And Libby, like, knows it, too. And she's like, Libby's like, girl, what's wrong with you? (laughs) But.
1: That just shows that she's very, very weak to men respecting her. Which, again,
0: is sad. And then, so let's just finish up the the Hugh storyline, because then he walks back to um, Judy. And Judy is still super mom and is examining the fridge. And he says this. because he gets beat up in the fight by Goddard and he needs iodine. Um and so then we return to Fairy World. Yes. And this was like <laughs> epic. Like Crocker like takes the thing, the Game Boy magic thing, pops into a tour bus, then goes on the tour Pretends to be an elf, and then he's like, "So what if I did this, this, and this?" And the guy was like, "Oh, uh, obviously you wouldn't. So let me tell you everything about how to destroy Fairy World." Then he goes and destroys Fairy World, turns off everyone's magic. So, like Cosmo and Wanda, they are powerless. Everyone's powerless. Jordan turns into a dog. Um, and Crocker is like about to take over the Fairy World, and then Jimmy goes back to, um, Dimsdale, um, and takes pieces of all the science fair projects and oh chester had a mobile trailer we forgot to mention that which
1: goes with the transportation theme so it's all right so chester should also why does chester why is chester able to make that (laughs) facts they're 10 yes whatever Um, (laughs) but they go back to the science fair and he like creates basically a transformer yeah and goes, and then goes to save Fairy World. Yes. But when he, so Crocker, So
0: like, actually, it wasn't, oh wait, no, finish reading.
1: Crocker um, knocked down um, the wand that yeah. powers all of their um, magic. And he, so then when Jimmy like is putting it back together, literally he, all he had to do was plug that thing back in. And then it went back up and it was working perfectly fine, and everybody had their magic again. But why? Yeah. Why was it so e- Like, he literally just had to plug it in. Yeah. Like, that's so weird.
0: Yeah, no, for real. Um, And then, so, he defeats Crocker, and then Jorgen attacks Crocker, Um, and basically, he saves the world. But uh, before we circle back, I want to talk about the moment where Goddard, Timmy, is on, like, talking to Jimmy uh, via Goddard, and he, like, it was actually kind of a heartwarming moment. Yeah, like, so he was very sweet. He was like, Cosmo and Wanda, they're my goddard to you. And, like, so you need to save them. And uh, at this point, Jimmy, who doesn't care, says, this, where'd it go? Yeah. Notice the toots. Toots. (laughs) Um, But yeah. So in the end, they say fairy world. There was some sexual metaphors in fairy world with the wands that don't work that like deflated. (laughs) And the big wand that needed to get risen again.
1: (laughs) Yeah. We all know what that means. Yes.
0: But at the end of the day, let's let Cosmo say it best. Cosmo. Is gonna tell us exactly what happened at the end. They call Fudgehead Timmy, uh, Jimmy.
1: Because his hair looks like fudge.
0: Yes, and Cosmo calls him Fudgehead. Which is
1: low key accurate, like, not gonna lie.
0: Yeah, you'd eat his hair if it was like a pudding? Yeah. Yeah. Um, But in the end, they transform the talk and it's like, Jimmy Neutron, boy genius, Timmy Turner, boy. And I thought that was like a pretty accurate description of like the man of like and did you ever watch Lost? It felt very like man of science, man of faith kind of thing, like magic versus science. Uh kinda I really like that kind of
1: I think that it crossing. was also really sweet at the very, very end. Yeah. After they both go to their respective universes and kind of like split up. And sweet, sweet, sweet Jimmy. Sends Goddard to his to Timmy so he hmm. can still get credit for a science fair. Yeah. And I just like because everybody kinda thinks that Jimmy is like
0: Jimmy was definitely the hard shelled character yeah. in the movie, but then but at the really end sh- yeah. yeah. He
1: he cracked. Yeah. And he was kind and I really loved that.
0: I have the last moments here of and this is my favorite part. Yeah, so here we see a lot of the stuff we were talking about, Cindy being boy crazy over Timmy, Um, then Jimmy also, like, his change of heart, and then also, like, a dig at AJ that was iconic for the principal. She was like, you're smarter than AJ and all his clones.
1: Which is not true, obviously. Yes. But I think it's kind of, like, nice, because, like, AJ kind of needs to be put down a peg, to be honest. He thinks he's the smartest person, and just, like, how Jimmy sometimes needs to be put down a peg...
0: AJ like, sometimes. there's that scene where yeah. like he sees Jimmy through the window he's like, "I'm going to be I'm, like me and all my clones are going to beat you at the science fair." Like um, but yeah. So that kind of concludes our recap. Um and we talked about we're going to talk about our favorite characters with um Julie coming in a little bit.
2: Yes,
1: I'm so excited. So, uh,
0: but right off the top of my head, Hugh Cosmo. Fun fact, up, I actually
1: made a statue of Hugh in ceramics junior year of Did high school. Did you give him a little duck? no i made it was like a little step because i didn't know how to make like arms or like ducks or like i just yeah. made like him without arms and then like i carved it so he looked like he was made out of wood
0: uh, he would he needed some wood <laughs> <Like
1: that. laughs> and on that note no, on let's that go note. talk to julie because yes. she's right outside yeah Yay!
0: so s- stay tuned for julie oh,
2: come on think think think
0: So in studio, we just were welcomed by our guest, Jillian. Introduce us to our guest.
1: So our guest is a famous, famous girl on WT- WTBU campus, in my opinion. Thank you for campus. that. Anyway, <laughs> she's um, on the show, Room 717. Never heard of it. Don't know what it is. <laughs> um, we are welcomed with the beautiful, the talented
2: Julie Montana. That was. S- I'm so thankful for such a glowing opening for me thank you yes
0: um before we get into the show do you want to just tell us like a little bit about yourself what you do at bu like what you study and all that jazz
2: awesome so i'm a dual degree student with um one in english and CIS and film and tv here in calm i as jillian just said i'm on room 717 one of the quality shows we have here (laughs) um i'm also involved in bu tv 10 on good morning bu i'm part of the red list club general film
0: stuff yes Um... so we
1: have a film expert With us today, which is
2: perfect because we're about to talk about the Jimmy Timmy Power Hour. Can you tell us your relationship with the series? I love Jimmy Timmy Power Hour. I think really, as the title says, it is a power hour. I think that the minds of Nickelodeon really knew what they were doing when they said, let's put Jimmy and Timmy on screen together because it is an event. The animation styles are beautiful. Everything about it is wonderful. I'm a big fan of Jimmy <laughs> Timmy Power
0: Hour. Yes. Um, so do you recall what your relationship like was like with each individual show beforehand? Yeah. Yes.
2: I used to love Jimmy Neutron in general. Yeah. The animation always creeped me out slightly, but I feel like that's a given with that strange early 2000s style. But I always loved his like brain blast catchphrase, and I always saw myself as a little nerdy child, so I related a lot. And then in the case of... Fairly Odd Parents, that one was one of my shows growing up. Yeah. I used to watch it all the time. Even my mom knew all about Cosmo and Wanda because I wanted fairies so bad. Same. It was like Wandissimo, one of the prime <laughs> fairies, I relate. He's me. All of them. The shows were both so beautifully made. Butch yes. Hartman is a king.
0: Yes. He's... Uh, yeah, we've talked about like butch hartman and like how fairly odd parents and like danny phantom oh Those my gosh
2: are- danny phantom great i'm a big fan of him just animation yes. in general yes
0: really good. so we we love that um do you remember watching it live the first one or was it like a little because it was we looked it up may 7 2004 it was the day
2: i remember that they would have commercials before yeah. really hyping it up like oh it'll be a crossover event and a couple of the ones before the actual event started there would be like a little mini pre-animated thing yeah where both people would be like on their own sides for example i think it was the third one that there was they had like a boom box and they were playing music on each one it's was everything about the storytelling in that was so good for my little mind yeah and it still is no
0: it holds up really well we we love the jimmy timmy power hour um for me like especially like i mentioned this uh but seeing, like, especially after the first one, getting hyped for the second and the third one. Oh, yeah. Like, I w- I remember being hyped. And I'm like, we have to- no one talk. Like, yeah. <laughs> shut up. We're talking. We're yeah. watching Jimmy Timmy. <laughs> yeah. It's
2: time. Yeah. And the good thing you mentioned with the sequels and everything is that I don't think they decreased in quality as they yeah. were not. We were
1: just saying that yeah. as well.
2: I was saying how most sequels suck yeah but this one just got better and better like yeah. in particular the third one the holds Jerkinator. my heart oh my gosh it's so good it's yeah. so good
0: yeah <laughs> and the second one even though with like then they bring in the other like villains from like fairy world yeah, and yeah. like the anti-fairies and pulling
2: out all the stops yes
0: and then like um Professor Calamitous comes in from the Dreaming Neutron side and mm-hmm. they like cross over more characters and, and so much just, drama with yeah. Cindy
2: and then yes. wanting to ask her on a date what's, what's happening yes. there
0: <laughs> And, like, that's when Jimmy finally is, like, oh, no, but I have a crush on Cindy. Like, mm-hmm. But you, like, are so mean to her throughout, like, little boy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, but who are your favorite characters, either, like, in general between the individual shows or, like, specifically in the crossover?
2: Ooh, okay. I, individually, Sheen, I think, yeah. is really a king. Carl, also. Yes. Like, Jimmy and Timmy have their own really defined characters, but they're supporting roles like AJ, and I think it's, Buc- chester chester Chester. his dad is bucky i'm yeah. sorry uh both of them all four of those are really interesting kind of foils to the main jimmy and timmy
0: yeah i think
2: chester is so funny yeah. with his dad with the bag over his head and everything <laughs> and i think that when you put them all together it was so funny to see how they all interacted considering they come from such different animation yeah. worlds. you know
0: exactly um jillian who how about you who were some standouts
2: um, my favorite
1: character will always be Cindy. okay, it yeah. will never change. Yeah. I just think she's so hilarious, and you can tell how much she's in love with Jimmy, but like doesn't do anything about it and I can like totally relate to that Loki yeah.
0: <laughs> for me, um, I think my favorites were the paternal figures, both Cosmo oh. and Hugh, um yeah. from each world, and also Wanda. like I love a nagging queen <laughs> 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 um but So those were my favorite and then we like discussed how he was low key thirsty for Jimmy's mom.
2: Oh yeah, low key. High (laughs) key. key. There was a lot going on there. Yeah. Do you remember
1: in the first like in the one that we're reviewing, the first Jimmy Timmy Power Hour when um her the mom gets hypnotized and then he, she's
0: like super mom. The, yeah. yeah
1: and then he goes like around and he's like okay oh mm-hmm. we're having another one of those fun adventures <laughs> do you, you realize
2: want. that that's literally about yeah mm-hmm. well let me say Nickelodeon educated the kids on a lot yeah and I think that they started early with yeah. the Four innuendos
0: point. and you know <laughs> if you want I can play the clip <gasps> there's a clip get <laughs> We've
2: got to scour this town of evil. You
0: it. I get it.
2: You want to play one of those uh, special games? Uh, God, Let me chase you this time. Ooh. That's literally about sex. I'm sorry. <laughs> he was getting saucy. Yeah. You hear him chasing you around. Okay. Okay. And then
0: this is from the end of the movie when like, he's like, delirious and everything. Good
2: boy. Help me reach life. Either tell you else. Oh, not tonight, nice Sugarbird. Good boy needs to spend time with. Sugar Booker, wow, <laughs> what a true. Sugar Booker,
0: butter biscuit. Yeah.
2: I don't think we
1: realized just how sexual that show. Like it made a lot of jokes for the adults. Yeah, which
2: was kind of what it made it really. Completely went good over my course. head. Oh yeah, <laughs> which I think is kind of part of the reason why it holds up so much. Because yeah. you realize things watching back. Like, Oh my gosh, this was good back then, yeah. and it's better now. Like
0: Jillian saw this like Friday, and I saw it earlier today. So mm-hmm. it's been almost a week, and like she was like, "Oh my god." Jimmy's dad. <laughs> he he wants it. Oh my
1: god! Well, just to like we're ch- turning it a little bit, but w- like, so you're a film major. Okay, you are involved in Red List. Yes. I would say you're. You know a lot about film. Give us your like, like, what's your
2: perspective as a film student? Like, what do you think of the show as a film? Okay, as a film student, I think that it's really so. We live now in an age where we kind of are accustomed to crossovers and series of movies like for example marvel like we know oh you know that the avengers and from them is thor and blah blah blah, and all these movies you have to watch before but back then crossing over two completely different animation styles and shows and comedy things was really crazy to do. Of course, they did it in the past, but to do it for such a young audience, you know, would be weird. And especially the fact that we can look back and say that it holds up is really, really cool. And that a television network would put so much effort into a TV movie for kids is really, I guess, inspiring is the word. Like, good for them for deciding that we're going to make this kid's movie and actually make it good and not just make it whatever.
0: Yeah, they could have easily, like, let it be something okay of like course. that doesn't hold up well but like we talked about how it feels like just even in terms of like the act structure like they leave just enough time mm-hmm. in each in each story like and then before transitioning to the other one and give it like equal amount of air exactly. time like i feel like it's exactly like equal um and, and it's it just favorites the, yeah mm-hmm. they, there's a lot of love into it okay
2: and with that, like, story-wise, carrying two different narratives and two completely different worlds, wow. Yeah. And to do it in a way that's accessible for the yeah. general audiences.
0: And it makes sense with the characters. Like, it does make sense, like, Timmy, like, trying to, like, show off to Cindy, mm-hmm. but, like, actually is a dodo, and, like, <laughs> Jimmy, like, completely being oblivious of the fact that there's magical around him. He's like, these can't... There's holograms! Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, it makes sense to the characters. They stuck with the characters. And I just... I'm really appreciative of the fact that they put so much, like, effort and love into it.
2: That they were so true to themselves while still yeah. being so unique in a situation. Yeah. And, cool. like...
0: Yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, like, the fact that Nickelodeon, like, thought of this, like, in the video that we watched from Boat Charmaine. it was, like, the powers that be at Nickelodeon, they were mm-hmm. like, what if we did this and this and bring these two characters together? And, like, the fact that they had the foresight that it could be something so successful, not yeah. just based on characters, but, like, that these creative geniuses could like actually do something so good yeah really appreciative
1: i think we just need to say a quick thank you to nickelodeon for creating this masterpiece of yes course.
0: both as individual shows and entities but yeah. also as this crossover trilogy
1: thank you nickelodeon we love you mm-hmm. yes and thank you julie for
2: showing up oh and thank you yes. for giving having us it. your insight we yes. really appreciate it of course i'll talk about jimmy timmy power anytime with you guys don't yes
0: worry. no and do you have any plugs you want to give out like for people to check out like your work or if you have like a twitter that you want people to like see all your tweets about jimmy timmy
2: (laughs) oh sure yeah you can follow me on twitter and instagram at julie montana like the state underscore um also our radio show with jillian over here her beautiful voice that you've been hearing this time uh,
0: room 717 yeah at
2: wtburm 717 yes and also just wtbu as a whole man just listen to us in general just like
0: Go to sleep to us. Wake up to us. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah.
2: We're on all the time. It's quality bops.
0: Quality bops. A great way of saying, yeah, like, quality slapping bops, won't yeah, we say? Yeah, of course.
2: Well, thank you, Julie. Thank
1: you.
0: Thank you so much. And, yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm great with science. Oh, wait. Did I say science? I meant hula dancing.
2: Hula belly, hula belly.
0: Hula belly, hula hoo. Coconut, coconutty, coconutty. So, I feel like it's important to talk about the rankings about where we would rank this because I feel like that's something that we can do while we go through this. We could rank what we watched in comparison to the other things we've watched and discussed.
1: I think it's pretty obvious to the listeners which one I'm going to rank number one.
0: You're clearly going to put Kim Possible first, aren't you?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um... Personally, I think that the Jimmy Timmy Power Hour did so much better yes. than can um, the live-action Kim Possible. I completely I must agree
0: with you. Like, also, it's amazing to me that a 2004 thing, like product, holds up much better than a recent product that they released a month ago.
1: I think it's pretty accurate to be honest, because I feel like live TV has kind of gone downhill.
0: That's fair
1: for <laughs> <laughs> i feel like people like like i said at the beginning of the show people are trying to be so politically correct and not step on anybody's toes that we have really lost our humor
0: exactly that makes sense that does make sense um okay so do you, so i think it's time should we spin the wheel to decide what we're watching next time
1: yeah let's decide what next week's show is gonna be
0: okay so just to recap for you all listeners if you don't remember uh how we want to break this up is stars and shows so today was a show so, on the wheel, we have three stars left and two shows, uh, or one show and one movie. Yeah, so, so
1: the stars we have is Emily Osmond, Nat Wolf, and Ariana Grande. And then um, the
0: shows we have are Foster's Home for Imaginary Kids. Friends. Friends. <laughs> I keep saying that. <laughs> Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends, and Smart House, the DCOM classic. So, ready to spin the wheel?
1: Yes. What are we watching? I'm it so is excited. Spinning.
0: We are watching Smart House.
1: Woo! Oh, that's such a good movie. Yes. I don't... Is it still on Netflix?
0: I don't know if it's on Netflix, but we'll find it. Yeah, we'll find it. We always do.
1: And we'll let you know where we found it.
0: Yeah, like, stick tuned to our Twitter if you want to, like, follow. Like, when we're getting ready to record the episode, we'll, like, tweet out where that link is, and then when the podcast drops, you'll have watched.
2: Yes.
1: Exactly. I'm
0: so excited. I love Smart House. Like, I've only seen it a handful of times, but just, like... I really enjoyed it back in the day.
1: So tune in next well, next show. Yes. And follow it, us on podcasts and make sure that y- yes. so you know when we post the next episode. So subscribe
0: to us on your favorite podcast, or whether it be iTunes, uh, Podbean, wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Um, follow us on Twitter at Jilly Philly WTBU. And is there a hashtag do you want people to give out to s- tell us that they listen to this? Hashtag... Hashtag um, hula, hu, hula belly. Wait, what was it again? Hula belly, hula, hula belly, hula belly. From when Cosmo sang that.
1: <laughs> yeah, t- tweet us hashtag hula belly, hula belly to tell yes. us if you were listening.
0: Yes, exactly. And until next time, I'm Felipe.
1: And I'm Jillian.
0: See you soon. That no one
2: understands